Hello, and welcome back to the Language of God podcast. My name is Stefan Dela Cruz, the friend of God. On today's podcast, we continue Where the Mountains Go, Part 3. Speak to the mountains in your life and command them to move out of your way. Jesus is teaching us the language of God in the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 23. Now remember what I have shared about how I define language. Language is more than just communication, more than just words. It is the very culture of God. There are different languages that don't use words or sounds to communicate. One that comes to mind is body language. We are all familiar with body language. There is the language of love. Then there is the language of the soul. These languages don't use words, but they communicate. So there is more to language than just words. It is also the culture of the people. Now, what about the culture of God? Have you ever thought of it that way? You know, you could actually know the mind of God, the thoughts of God. You know, here's what scripture says. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no one has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. As you learn the language of God and you learn the culture of God, this is where you begin to think, act, and behave like God. In fact, you can know those thoughts that God has for you. As you begin to approach God speaking his language, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 10 through 12, this is what it says. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his Spirit. For his Spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit. So we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. That's what the scripture says about you. You can know the wonderful things that God has prepared for you. You can know those secrets. You can know his thoughts. As you begin to learn the language of God and the culture of God, these things, you will begin to understand them as you hear them. Just like learning any language here in the world. At first, it sounds like they speak so fast and, and it doesn't sound clear. You can't even make a di distinction between the words and the sounds. It all just sounds like it's running together. But as you learn that language and you spend time in that culture, suddenly you are able to understand this word and that word. And before you know it, you're part of the conversation. And as they begin to speak with you, you begin to understand their culture and why they do what they do. Well, think of it in that way. As you begin to learn God's language, at first it's going to be 
a challenge. Everything's going to seem to run together and nothing will make sense. As you begin to pick up certain words suddenly for you, you will realize, hey, I understand what he just said. And then the next step, you begin to speak the language slowly but surely. And as you do it, you begin to understand God's culture, why certain things are done. You begin to understand the reason God does this or he does that. And as you approach God speaking his language and being immersed in his culture, it changes you. On today's podcast, we are going deep into the language of God and share with you how to speak to the mountain in your life. Now, Jesus said to his disciples, have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must believe it. You must believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can ask for anything. And if you believe in the words that you just said, you'll receive it. It will be yours. But when you are praying, first, forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. That's found in Mark chapter 11, verse 23. What Jesus is saying here is that you, that's right, you, you speak to the mountain yourself. You step up with strength and courage and confidence and speak to those mountains that have been harassing you throughout your life. You are to speak to the mountains in your life and command them to move out of the way. This is how you begin to learn God's language because now, instead of God speaking to the mountain in his language for you, he's teaching you to speak to those mountains in his language and they will obey. They will honor your words because you speak the language of God. This is what Jesus is teaching us here in the book of Mark. You are to use the language that Jesus used when he walked on this earth, the language of God. Now remember, when you speak, it's according to your faith that it will be done. And that's found in Matthew chapter 9, verse 29. It's according to your faith. You know, there were two blind men that asked Jesus to heal them. Jesus said to these two men, Do you believe I can do this? They said, Yes, we believe. Jesus said to them, According to your faith, be it done to you. And they were healed. You know, that is what God is saying to you right now. Wherever you are in your life, whatever mountains you are facing, you may be in a place where you're struggling right now and you think there is no way out. There is no way that I'm going to make it. God is saying to you, speak like I speak to these mountains. Speak my language. Believe in the words that you say and it will be done according to your faith. Imagine that. Think about what Jesus is showing us here. 
according to your faith. What would you do if you were set free to be the person you were meant to be? That nothing held you back anymore and that God was on your side. And when you called and you spoke to God in his language, you two had this great communication going on. God says to you, according to your faith, whatever you ask, even if you ask for this mountain to be moved, it will happen. Well, this is what God has done for you. God is saying to you right now, whatever you ask for, it will be given to you according to your faith. And what is faith again? Remember, just simply said, faith is trust. Trusting God without having all the facts or having all the information. That's it. It's simple, an easy thing to do. Just trust. And it's all on you. Because in this, you've been set free. God says, hey, it's on you. It'll be according to your faith. Now, the language of God is given to you so that you can speak to the mountains in your life and tell them to be cast into the sea. I know right now you're thinking, it just sounds so simple. But in reality, how do you speak to real mountains? How do you speak to a disease? How do you speak to a broken marriage or a relationship that's falling apart? How do you speak to the real tangible things in life that are going on? Well, you know, it's all about faith. So you're asking, what do I say? What are the exact words? Now, for each of you, the words will be according to your faith. So don't be concerned as you learn this new language, the language of God. Some of you have never spoken this language, and it's all new to you. And some of you, you've actually spoken this. You can actually give testimony that there have been miracles done in your life. So from here, you start where you're at. Whether you've never done this or you've done some of this before, or maybe you're even beyond that, you start where you're at. And here's how you do it. God will teach you what to say. You might be asking, well, Exact, what are the exact words? Well, God will teach you what to say. Exodus chapter 4, verse 12. He told Moses, I'm sending you, and I will teach you what to say. And then God said to Jeremiah the prophet in chapter 1, verse 9, he said to him, hey, I will put my words in your mouth. So understand that as you learn the language of God and as you press in to God's presence, God will teach you what to say. God will will put his words in your mouth so that you can begin to learn. He will he will enunciate for you, if we can put it that way. <laughs> it's just a wonderful time. So as God puts the words into your mouth, you must speak to your mountains so that your faith becomes real, so that it becomes alive in this world, become real so that your destiny becomes real and the person you are called to be begins to form and grow and mature as you speak the language of God in your life. When God begins to put his words in your mouth and begins to teach you his language, there's something I want you to know. 
That as those words are put into your mouth, you are not to change that word, no matter how embarrassing it may seem to you, even if you don't understand the message or the words, the way God has put them into you, you are not to change those words. This is what God is teaching you, his language. And just like if you would learn any other language on this earth, you know, as you learn it, it sounds strange and it doesn't sound right, but you are encouraged to speak it because as you begin to speak it, you begin to learn the culture and you begin to understand why it sounds like it does, why it sounds so strange, why it's why it doesn't make sense. Because you're not speaking in your language any longer. You're speaking in the language of God. And so you must think and understand the thoughts of God to understand the words that you are being taught to speak. And this comes back to that simple thing called faith. You are to trust God, even if you don't have all the facts or you don't understand exactly what these words mean. Trust God. What happens if you change the words that God has given you? Well, we have to ask, why would you change the words God has put in your mouth? Seeing that we are trying to learn his language, not ours, but his language, and trying to understand and learn his culture. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is that you and I don't trust that it is God. The words and the thoughts that are in our mind, in our mouth, we don't trust that it's God. It's strange. It's weird. It just doesn't make sense. The second reason I would think that we want to change the words or don't even speak them is because we don't understand the words being used. Because you wouldn't use words like that and you wouldn't put them in that way it doesn't even make a sentence it doesn't make sense but these are the words that god is putting in your mouth to speak to learn his language to learn his culture so it comes back to this trust trust that god has the best in store for you and he's not going to lead you astray you know I remember one time when I was working years ago in a hospital, it was lunchtime, and I decided to head out and uh, grab some lunch real quick. I, I just wanted to, to grab my lunch, come back, and get back to work. So I started walking out to my car, and as I was walking out, um, I reached into my pocket to see how much money I had, and I had two $10 bills in my pocket that day. So I had $20 on me. And as I said, I plan on making this a fast trip. You know, get there, grab my lunch, and get back to work. So as I left the building, heading to my car, I saw a man walking around the cars in the distance. We had a very large uh, parking area. And as I saw him, the Holy Spirit revealed to me this man is in need of fuel for his car. In fact, he needs $20 to fill his car and make it home. And as I was listening to these thoughts, I also heard him say, I want you to give him the $20 you have so he can get home. I will send him to you. You would think that I would have easily done that, but no. 
I became very selfish. In fact, I even questioned that this was God speaking to me. See, the man was on the other side of the parking lot, and I was on this side. I mean, he was he was a good distance away. He didn't see me. He's, he was looking around for some help. So I headed to my car, which was near me on this side and away from him. And yeah, I didn't even try to make eye contact with that man. That's where I was. Well, as God said he was going to do, he sent the man to me. Somehow, as I'm walking to my car, that man made his way over towards me. I didn't even realize that he was heading towards me. As he got close, he introduced himself and asked if I could help him. You probably know what's coming next, right? As he continued to speak to me, he said, I need $20 to make it back home. I live in Ohio. Well, what do you know? Everything that God put into my thoughts and my mind was exactly what this man said to me. What are the odds, right? Now, you would think with all this information and all the facts that I had in front of me, I should believe that this was God. But no. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. When I think of this, I wanted to grab my lunch and get back to work. That's where I was with my thoughts. This guy was interfering with my plans. I had the money to give him. I could have easily stopped on my way to lunch and and withdrawn $100 for myself. So I wasn't hurting for money. I just had an attitude, which is never good. Well, here's what I did. I reached into my pocket And I pulled out a $10 bill and handed that to him and said, this is all I have. That's right. I lied to his face. The man that got sent to me and asked me to help him. I had the means to help him. I had the $20. But no. What did I do? I met God halfway. Believe me, I don't feel good at all sharing this with you. But I want you to know that if you fall, if you mess up, get back up, dust yourself off, and get back into the race. Well, that man looked at me very disappointed and walked away. And yes, I failed that day. I failed miserably. You see, I changed the word of God because of my disbelief, because of my doubting, because I was selfish. The word had been given to me and put in my mouth. And all I had to do was hand him $20. That was it. I had all the facts. I had all the information. Can you believe that? Everything that God said would happen, happened. So for me to have any doubt was ridiculous. For me not to believe, just incredible. But for me, what I learned that day about myself is how I can be stubborn and selfish with the little that I have. And so that day, I failed. And that day, doubt and selfishness won. It was a while after that experience that I was blessed again to carry the Word of God in my mouth. For years after that, I was faithful. I began to speak exactly the language of God as I heard it. I spoke to the the mountains in my life exactly the way God said. No matter how strange it may have sounded to me, I would say it. And let me tell you, 
There have been times that I have been given a word to say to someone, and it was the strangest word or words I have ever heard in my life. But then I remembered, you know what? This is God's language, not mine. This isn't English or American or Spanish or German or French or Irish. <laughs> this is God's language. Who am I to tell God, hey, that's not how you say it? So after that, for years, I was faithful to speaking the words that God put in my mouth, exactly as God meant for those words to be said. And I grew in the language of God. Now, I wish I could say I speak the language of God without any hesitation. But as Paul says in the Bible, we move from knowledge to knowledge and we learn to carry greater responsibilities. Years later, after being faithful to God, when it came to being obedient to God's language, I was called on again by God to speak a word into a neighbor. Please understand, what I'm about to share with you breaks my heart. Even as I share this with you, there is shame in me and tears in my eyes. <sighs> it was a Saturday afternoon, one warm summer day. I had a busy day ahead of me and not much time to get it all done. My wife was at work and our children were at home playing with friends. I started out the day by cutting the grass. We have a very large property, so it takes a bit of time to get it all done. And I wanted to start out early in the morning so I didn't have to do it as it got warmer in the afternoon. Now, in my neighborhood, our houses have no fences, so we can see each other's backyards without a problem. Most times, we wave to each other and say hi. Well, this day was a busy day, as I said before. I was watching my three children and one of their friends had been over playing with them. And I was trying to prepare for the next week. In my head, my mind was racing of all the things that had to be done once I was done cutting the grass. I was wearing my headphones listening to music as I was cutting the lawn to have some distraction from all the noise. My life seemed so busy and overwhelming to me that particular day. At least that is what I told myself. I started cutting my lawn from the side of the house and as I came around to my backyard, I saw my neighbor and his wife sitting in their backyard talking. He was working on his lawnmower. He had just finished cutting his grass. When I saw them, they waved to me and I waved back. As I was waving to them, God said, go over to him and speak words of encouragement to him. Once again, God put his words in my mouth and they were simple words. Just encourage him. Well, you would think I would have done that by now. Years have passed and I had been faithful. I said to God, can't you see I'm busy? I have to finish cutting this grass. I have so much to do. And besides, what could my words of encouragement mean to this man, to my neighbor? Then as I came around the side of the house again to the backyard, I saw them there sitting together now at the, in the back, just talking. Then a second time, God said, go over to him and encourage him. And I said, God, what would my words? Again, I said, what would my words do to help him? And once again, and I'm going around the house, I come back to the backyard, cutting the lawn. And there he is by himself sitting 
A third time God says, go and encourage him. This time I said to myself, this is not God, it's me. It's me wanting to be nice. So I ignored the word given to me. I ignored the language of God that was shared with me, the, the ability to learn God's culture. Well, about 20 minutes later, as I continued to cut my lawn, I was now in the front of the house cutting the lawn up there. My neighbor's wife had left to the store and had just come back. I saw her drive up to her house. The other neighbors ran to her, but I had my three children here at the house with their friend. So I turned my lawnmower off and everyone in our neighborhood heard her terrifying screams. I stayed where I was at by my lawnmower and my kids. We were all standing there in the drive and we waited. I waited. Well, I found out what happened. My neighbor had taken his life that day. In those short 20 minutes, he planned to do it after his wife left for the store. I'm sorry, because as I share this with you, my heart breaks. And I am so ashamed that I did not listen to that simple word of God's. That simple word that God wanted me to say to my neighbor. Well, later I found out he was struggling. He was struggling to find work. He had been humiliated and embarrassed by other people that he was not a good husband, that he was not able to provide for his family. The shame drove him to take in his own life. And all I had to do that day was stop for one moment in my busy life and just speak one simple word of encouragement. What if I had just said, you are not alone? What if I had just said, you're a great neighbor? What if I had just trusted that it was God putting his words in my mouth? even without having all the facts and information. All I had to do was just say to my neighbor, hey, it's gonna be all right, my friend, as I've shared with you. As we mature and grow in the language of God, greater is the responsibility that we carry because we begin to learn and understand God's language. We begin to know the secrets, and God looks to us as his friend to help him. As we learn the language of God, there will be a greater accountability and responsibility as you mature in the culture of God and speak his language. I apologize for all this breaking down as I share this with you, but I believe that if I am open with you, you'll learn the language of God and you'll understand how beautiful and wonderful it is. But you'll also know from my mistakes not to repeat them. So remember, 
to slow down in your busy day. And I know that you're busy. I know that you have so much to do today. But take a moment and breathe. Take a moment and listen and hear the language of God all around you. Speak to the mountains in your life and believe it will be done as you learn the language of God. Let me ask you, would you like to try to speak the language of God with me right now as you listen to this podcast? Well, if you would, let's give it a try. According to your faith, be it done unto you. So this is going to be different for every one of you that are listening. It's according to your faith that it's going to be done unto you. Okay, let's try speaking the language of God together. Now, I will unite my faith with yours. Now repeat after me. God, I come before you just as I am. With all my failures, with all my doubts, with all the mess and baggage that I carry. And I ask you, God, to help me, to forgive me, and help me learn your language. Help my faith in this moment as I speak to the mountains in my life. Now, mountain, call that mountain out by name. Move out of my way. Move, move, move out of my way and be cast into the sea. All right, amen. Thank you, Lord. I want you to believe what you just said. Believe, have faith, trust without having all the facts and without all the information, even if you don't feel anything. Just trust God. That's all we have to do. Now I close this podcast with this. May it be done according to your faith, my friends. Receive as you have spoken the language of God. Please join me on my next podcast as I finish this series, Where the Mountains Go. I will be sharing the fourth and final step in learning and speaking to the mountains in your life using the language of God. Believe in your words. And here's a personal note. I am working to have more content available here at The Language of God. Please be patient as I produce and update my website. Now, go and enjoy this life. I encourage you to live. Break free of the things holding you back and live. Shake off the chains that hold you down. Rise up, dust yourself off, and get back into the race. Live again. I give you permission to live again. If you've enjoyed this show, please let me know. You can contact me at my Twitter account, Facebook, or by email. When contacting me, please include the show title you are commenting on. Thank you. Have a great day. And remember, you are not alone.